Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Top Stories, the show in which the Bugle podcast goes back in time, hand in hand with itself. I am Andy Zaltzman. Have you ever dreamed about quitting your job in dramatic fashion? Well, in June 2010, General Stanley McChrystal gave us all a lesson in how to leave in style. Getting himself sacked from a job, I think we can all agree, sounds pretty tough. Commander of the American forces in Afghanistan. Here I am with John Oliver in issue 120 of the Bugle entitled McChrystal Balls. Top story this week, McChrystal's Balls! <laughs> nice and, one, nice and, one, John. You're welcome. You must and, be very pleased with that. Andy, I think, I think everyone has their own fantasy of how they'd like to leave their job. Yeah. Maybe you want to go out dousing everything in your office in gasoline before walking out of the door, flicking a lit match over your shoulder and never looking back. <laughs> or maybe you prefer to 
Go up to your supervisor with your index finger pointed down and saying, Can you hear this, sir? What if I turn it up a bit? Then laughing before saying, Seriously, I do quit. <laughs> or maybe you'd like to do what will now forever be known as pulling him a crystal and give an inexplicably detailed interview to Rolling Stone magazine where you basically call your boss an asshole. It really was an amazing sequence of events earlier this week. Uh, apparently, Vice President Joe Biden received uh, a very scratchy phone call from Stan McChrystal in Afghanistan on Monday saying that there was an article coming out in Rolling Stone that he might not like. And it must have been a bit confusing for Biden, you know, Perhaps he thought that Rolling Stone were doing an attack piece on the work of Creedence Clearwater Revival. No, that, no, they, yeah, no. Exactly. What, on what grounds, John? That is why it's Mac solid, solid stuff. Exactly. That is why he must have thought McChrystal was warning him, saying, "Look, I just don't know if this is the issue for you, Joe." I mean, they've taken a deliberately contrary stance. Maybe, maybe uh, he was calling to say they'd given a very bad review to the latest Tracy Chapman album. One of his favourites, the VP, because. Either of those would have surely have been more likely than what eventually materialised. If you haven't read the article, it really is worth your time. Rolling Stone managed to get the kind of access that hasn't been seen since the last time a journalist conscientiously and doggedly went about doing their job. <laughs> and the picture emerges of a detailed, if deeply flawed, General McChrystal, who seems to understandably hold some serious resentments regarding the White House and... None of that is particularly surprising or unreasonable. He was, after all, presiding over a war in Afghanistan, Andy, which for centuries has been one of the planet's shittiest and least rewarding jobs. <laughs> the problem is that it's become public. You know, everyone has frustrations regarding their job. For instance, someone who works in the box office of a movie theatre might be annoyed at customers talking on their mobile phones when ordering tickets. And they don't have the added annoyance, like Stanley McChrystal, of dealing with Afghan warlords as part of their everyday work. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an interesting quote, Steve, from near the beginning of the article. Uh, it goes like this. Um, Since McChrystal took over a year ago, the Afghan war has become the exclusive property of the United States. <laughs> <coughs> Opposition yeah. to the war has already toppled the Dutch government, forced the resignation of Germany's president, and sparked both Canada and the Netherlands to announce the withdrawal of their 4,500 troops. <coughs> <laughs> McChrystal is in Paris to keep the French, who have lost more than 40 soldiers in Afghanistan, from going all wobbly on him. <coughs> <clears throat> On behalf of Britain, can I tell you to f*** right off? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but, a, that, is a, that is a glitch not only of journalism but of proofreading. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Unless they just now count Britain as the 51st state. Yeah. It is. I mean, sometimes it's offensive to tell someone to go f*** off, Andy, and sometimes it's enormously restrained. And <laughs> that f*** off was definitely in the latter category. Uh, it was... It's absolutely inexplicable how someone as disciplined as General McChrystal could have had a lapse of judgment on this kind of scale. But I will say there are moments in the article where you do really warm to him. Because, uh, as you say, it begins uh, with him complaining to an aide about having to go to dinner in Paris <laughs> with a French ambassador to sell him on the new Afghan war strategy. And this is the exact extract. <laughs> how did I get screwed into going to this dinner? The dinner comes with a position, sir, said his chief of staff, Colonel Charlie Flynn. McChrystal turns sharply in his chair. Hey, Charlie, he asks, does this come with the position? McChrystal gives him the middle finger. <laughs> come on. That 
kind of vignette is hard not to like. Anyone who will flip the bird with so much care and attention is fine by me. It's like hearing that during a meeting of the Joint Chiefs at the White House Situation Room, McChrystal stood up and said of Afghanistan, this is going to be long, hard, and if we're not careful, explosive. Before pausing and saying, and that is also what she said. Boom! <laughs> boom! Boom, boom, boom! Uh, actually, there was another bit soon after that in the article. The journalist writes, uh, I asked one of his aides, who's he going to dinner with? Some French minister, the aide tells me, it's f***ing gay. <laughs> now, flipping birds and calling things gay, the senior US military is basically being run by a bunch of teenage boys. Also, uh, one of uh, McChrystal's staff revealed that McChrystal hates going to fancy restaurants, rejecting any place with candles on the tables as, and I quote, too Gucci. And I love the fact that his, quali- his qualifying factor for something being too Gucci, Andy, is candles on a table. <coughs> which means that so much of life must be frustratingly Gucci for <coughs> Stanley McChrystal, including anywhere that's recently suffered a power cut. <laughs> like Kabul, for example. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it's had about a 200-year power cut. Well, uh, actually, that was, actually, that was a misprint in that article, Gucci. Uh-huh. They spelt Gucci wrong. G-U-C-C-I. That's meant yeah. G-O-O-C-H-I-E. As in Graham Gooch, the <laughs> 1980s and 90s English cricketer. And interesting, let's see, an aide in this article also described the National Security ag- uh, Advisor uh, Jim Jones as a clown who remained stuck in 1985. And this is because he thinks that Graham Gooch should still be opening the bathroom for England. <laughs> so it all ties in together. The main problem came uh, from moments in the article where an advisor to McChrystal, uh, speaking about uh, uh, McChrystal's first meeting with Obama after Obama offered him the job, said things like, it was a ten-minute photo op. Obama clearly didn't know anything about him, who he was. Here's the guy who's going to run his f***ing war, but he didn't seem very engaged. The boss was pretty disappointed. I mean, saying that, Andy, is like saying, Secretary of the Interior Ken Salazar has a head shaped like a bruised eggplant. (laughs) It might be true, but it's not a good idea to say it out loud. (laughs) Aside from everything else, though, uh, the journalist did make a great point about uh, the scale of McChrystal's job, saying that when it comes to Afghanistan, history is not on McChrystal's side. The only foreign invader to have any success here was Genghis Khan, and he wasn't hampered by things like human rights, economic development and press scrutiny. And that is true, Andy, the more you think about it. Genghis Khan wouldn't last five seconds in the modern world before being hauled up in front of a court in The Hague. He was lucky to be conducting wars when he did. He could not hold a candle to today's despots. Much, much, much more difficult conditions they're fighting under. But after... After some deliberation and uh, after a meeting with McChrystal that apparently lasted 20 minutes, Obama dismissed him and uh, replaced him with General David Petraeus, the architect of the Iraq war turnaround and who is now once again going to have to take on an extremely troubled war effort. And that's what he's great at, Andy. He doesn't see, like everyone else, Afghanistan as a dilapidated old war that's falling apart. He sees it as a fixer-upper. For him, any abandoned war is a great opportunity. He should be given his own History Channel reality show called Flip This War. <laughs> like an estate agent. Yeah, has got a lot of potential, this war. Exactly. Uh, Obama stated that. This is, and also, Andy, location, location, location. <laughs> that's what it's all about. That's Obama's, certainly true. Obama stated that... Uh, <laughs> This is a change in personnel, but it is not a change in policy. Apparently, the White House said that the president delivered exactly the same message in a phone call to Afghan President Hamid Karzai, and that Karzai told Obama that he would work 
towards a smooth transition. I'm guessing that what happened immediately after that was that Karzai then cupped his hand over the mouthpiece of the phone and said, shh, shh, to the heroin warlords who were in the room with him. <laughs> he can hear you. I'm on the f***ing phone. Here's an interesting thing, John, in terms of the scale of jobs. Uh, Hamid Karzai's monthly salary... Right. $525. That is $6,300 a year. Wow. Assuming he does a five-day week working nine to five, which I think for that money is probably the most we can expect, <laughs> that works out at just under $3 an hour for running the world's most difficult country. <laughs> that is less than I used to get paid for ineptly serving beer at the High Rocks in Tunbridge Wells in 1992. <laughs> Crazy world we live in, John. Apparently the White House is claiming to be unconcerned by reports that David Petraeus <laughs> has given a warts-and-all interview with Teen Magazine 17. <laughs> the White House Chief of Staff, Rahm Emanuel, said um, at a hastily arranged press conference, General Petraeus gave this interview before he was appointed Commander of the US Forces in Afghanistan. Besides, the subjects covered were mostly his favourite pop stars, his fashion tips for how, look, how to look super cool this summer, and his advice to teenagers on how to kiss really well. <laughs> he only addresses issues of military, military strategy in superficial detail. White House also played down reports that in the interview, General Petraeus had claimed that he, quotes, quite fancies Michelle Obama. He recently, <laughs> an angrily naked uh, Emmanuel, penis in trousers for a nice change, said, that's neither here nor there. Mrs Obama was just one name in a very, very, very long list. <laughs> Besides, both the President and the First Lady are kind of flattered. Obama is thought to believe that General Petraeus' hypothetical hankering for his wife will not affect his operational effectiveness in the field of battle. A source quoted Mr Obama as saying, he spent most of his time in Iraq banging on about Maggie Gyllenhaal, and that worked out OK. Maybe he'll try to impress Michelle by doing a really great job in Afghanistan so the whole country will benefit. But still, hands off my bird. <laughs> Petraeus, the 58-year-old, much-decorated four-star general with three and a half decades of military experience behind him, also said that if anyone can get him a couple of front-row tickets to one of Justin Bieber's current tour dates for him and his CENTCOM deputy commander, Lieutenant General John R. Allen, he will, quotes, let them have a go in a stealth bomber. Petraeus <laughs> concluded the interview by advising teenage girls to be themselves, to dress yes. how they want to dress, not Very how boys want them to dress. Very wise. Because, quotes, honesty is just as important in relationships as it is when reconstructing a war-shattered nation like Iraq. <laughs> He also stated that he thought this would be, quotes, a big summer for floral skirts, and that people should never be afraid to talk to their parents about difficult issues such as puberty, sex, and how to direct and manage a successful counterinsurgency against an implacable extremist foe. There you go, that was issue 120 of The Bugle from the year 2010. If you've enjoyed The Bugle in any year since before or during 2010, do help the show stay free, flourishing and independent by donating at thebuglepodcast.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. 
Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss Lime Bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.